Welcome to Rollfair, a D&D podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, we'll introduce ourselves. I am Devin, the Dungeon Master. I'm Ryan, playing... Gosh, I keep forgetting again. Who's Gosh? Uh, I'm playing Gosh, the Tiefling Warlock. Mixing your names again? I'm Kayla, playing Kaiju, the Tabaxi Pirate. I am Austin, playing Sheru, the Turtle. I am Ben, playing Raina, the Human Ranger. I'm Sarah, I'm playing Asar, the Fire Genasi Sorcerer. You are now Gosh, the demigod. <laughs> He's the demigosh. That's hilarious. He's the, uh, um, he's like the brother of um, the god of pancakes, so he's like the god of waffles or something. <laughs> god of butter. Syrup. 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 Gosh dang, that's good. <laughs> All right. So last time. Oscar, are you still subbing for. Yes, yeah. yes. Gosh is the god of Ovaltine. <laughs> Goshy, gosh, gee please willikers. Please sponsor us. More Ovaltine, please. A crummy commercial? Well, actually, Gilgamesh is just what almost has Gosh in the name. Almost. Gilgamesh. Gilgosh. Gilgoshmesh. Gilgoshmesh. Not a bad name for a god. Or Gilgoshmesh. It's It's the wish version of Gilgamesh. Yeah. He brings presents every year. Gilgoshmesh. <laughs> Anyways. Where were we? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're walking. So the party is walking, following um, Barry. Country mm-hmm. Roth! Sorry. This <laughs> severely affected the sanity of the party. Does, uh, we does walking one? count as a short rest? Technically, no. Oh, okay. Oh, because it's not a period of downtime? Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps we can stop for lunch and give you a time off your feet. You, you seem very, very tired. Huh? We I'm did, fine. We did miss breakfast. <laughs> he says irritably. <laughs> <laughs> you are hangry. Let's, let's You're not stop yourself. for a second. Ah, like, You're not you when you're angry. Sure is right. We missed breakfast. Have a slickers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. As as you say lunch, Barry turns around with glee in his eye. Crunch and munch once for lunch. No. Just a little bloody punch. I think, well, in the crunch, we should give him some scorpion or something, too. I could go for some fried scorpion. Let's see if I can find some. I'll go looking for scorpions. Okay. Make a survival check. Uh... 27. No, 6. Okay. Wow. You can find scorpions easily enough. You uh, find probably like 6. I, I gather all 6 scorpions, make sure they don't uh, sting me. At least I try to. Um, and then I pull out my uh, cooking... I don't, I don't have a cooking pan, per se, but I find a rock. And I heat up the rock on a fire we make, because I assume we're making a fire. Sure. Oh, uh, we can make fire. <laughs> I, I would like to see what you what you mean by that. Making fire? Yeah. It sounded very ominous. Uh, well, I've got cantrips that can do it. After a short rest, I've got a bunch of other spells. You've seen that. You yeah. Just what, did it what type of oil do we use for our lanterns? Is it is it like rendered fat oil? Is it it's olive oil. oil? It's flammable oil. <laughs> I'm assuming it's it's a food like oil. Flammable oil. Because <laughs> that's that was common back in. Yeah. The time, so I'm gonna use some of that oil and tr- 
uh, I'm use I'm I'm gonna cast mold earth and make myself a small pot, fill it with some oil and deep fry some scorpions. Actually, if you use mold earth to like make a pot out of clay, put it in the fire for like an hour before you actually. I don't have mold earth. But I have uh, mold stone or whatever that's called. Shape stone. Shape stone. That's um, even better, actually. You just make a. Exactly. I make myself a a stone stone bowl walk. pot <laughs> walk. Yeah, a stone walk. Okay. And I I fry some scorpions in. I fry up some scorpions. Throw in some seasonings that I've I've been carrying around with me for a while. He's gonna walk his scorpions. <laughs> and I fry myself up. <laughs> that's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> And I find I find me up some fried scorpion. 101 ways to walk your dog. <laughs> God, ben. That's so bad. Yes, but <clears throat> So, you can make a survival check for your cooking abilities. Uh, 13. You're able to fry these scorpions just fine. Very nice. I mean, what are, what's around here? Is there? Are we? Do we need to be on guard or anything? We're basically going up into the mountains at this point. Okay. Like uh, it's mountainous region. I would actually say that um, because what maybe a couple days north of us would be where those ogres would have. Like uh, Krog's people probably uh, would be well. quite a bit further north. Because it was the same mountain range, though. Same mountain range, but I mean, mountain that's what I said. Like a few so days decent. north of. That's a big I don't think range. that. Yeah, I don't think that we would actually have any worry about running into them at this right now. But just to say that there are potentially um, things things to kill. Okay, I yes. prefer something with less legs if you're proposing a hunting trip. What are you talking about? These fried scorpions are the greatest thing. They, they have you. A, they have nice, crunchy outer shell with a uh -huh. soft, gooey innards. Mm. Better when they're wrapped in bacon. You're not wrong. Um, but then the, the, the slight poison from the uh, the venom sacks just gives it a nice little flavor. Kaiji, if you're going <laughs> hunting, that would that would be fantastic. You hear this uh, crunch of show bites into a oh. scorpion. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> Barry comes over. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a pieces flying like Cookie Monster. Yeah. <laughs> a huge mess. He, he, as you go to reach for more, he just takes them all. <laughs> uh, Kaiji, I will go with you. Thank you. I suppose I've you could have the miss all. Our go, hunting um, trips. Get <laughs> some dried food. I just need to vacate the premises momentarily. To, sorry, to give you context on the, the length of this range, it's about 300 miles from tip to tip. Oh, yeah. So, you know, a couple days travel by <laughs> Shadow Realm. <laughs> As the crow's flex. What, so what kind of game would be up in the mountains? Can it have been, like, goats or boar or Rabbit. something? Chess. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Checkers. Uh, that's wizard's chess. <laughs> oh, I thought you were. Know, anything that would fight back. Horned rabbits. <laughs> um, go ahead and make a survival check. Deer. I like deer. Deer are delicious. Oh dear. Jackalope. Jackalope wow. are adorable. Twenty-five. <laughs> um, I'm doing a nature's what you said. Uh, survival. Survival's what you said. <laughs> that makes more what sense. Uh, 
Nineteen. Okay. Yeah. So between you and Rainer, you guys are able to track down a deer easily enough. Um, it's more of a. Uh, eh, it'd probably be a deer. Was um, it a doe? Probably like a springbuck of some sort. A deer. A female, female deer. deer. <laughs> you don't hunt the feet. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> also, when I when I had got my second like. Uh, terrain thing for my ranger thing mountain terrain was the one oh, that I took smart. so very smart oh, nice um but uh you're able to find find some game easily enough um with your survival check we'll, we'll keep it the same you're able to clean it easy carry it back prepare a meal it's definitely been longer than a short rest after all this <laughs> finally some good fucking food <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. You guys get that from the scorpions. Granted, no. um, a friend ate it all. No oversized bugs. The scorpion is delicious. No semi-sentient beings. <laughs> Listen, that was... <laughs> the that one was time that you know of. A past life. <laughs> that was the one time that you're aware of that having happened. Um... <laughs> And it has not happened since. I am a changed man. I'm proud of you, Arena. <laughs> they tasted good, okay? As you, you set the tear down, um, you know, preparing to cook it, Barry comes over and just, like, starts gnawing on one of the ends. I slap him. I, ju- I just straight up just open hand, just, like, right across the face. And I just quit it! <laughs> Make a... Intimidation check. (laughs) (laughs) Um, whatever one minus one. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you're just dumbfounded by by this elf gnawing on raw meat. And he, he just, you hit him, and he looks up. Rude of you to shoe abuse. I don't know. I slapped the rhyme out of him, and then he goes to nine on the meat again. Berry, berry, berry. I, I know you're probably very hungry. But we we cook it to, because there's there are uh, parasites in in raw meat. Just a little bloody punch. Uh, if you want He's a bloody a punch, we, we can give that to you. But we I don't He's want your parasites, parasites in our Actually. meat. So we we will stop. We will cook it, and I promise it will taste so much better. So much better. We can, we can also, and Sherry pulls out the alchemy jug, I can make this, give us honey to cook on the meat. and Honey roasted meat. Mm-hmm. Excellent idea, actually. Yeah, wait, honey, wait. Blood in jug? Uh, B-blood. Uh, B-blood. Not God, honey. Honey, it's more like you... beast bit. Wait. Yes, I don't I, just... I know nothing about the fae. Do they drink blood? Some do, yes. Do you drink blood? Uh, blood. Blood gallons of the stuff. 
blood <laughs> will flood plain of scene. I am, you know what? Are, are you trying to say that you are gnawing on raw meat to foreshadow a war coming to this area? He needs, he needs to drink blood to get his sanity back. Make a history no check. Shuru, I don't know if you ever heard, but in the past I complained that taking care of you is like taking care of a toddler. I apologize <laughs> immensely for anything I may have said negative about you over the last several months. Um, that means a lot to me. Thank you, Marina. Yes, I've, I've, a few of them. I've realized that there are far more difficult situations <laughs> for me to... You guys have no idea what to. I have prepared in mind for you. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's just kill him now. And that also rhymed. <laughs> so with your 24, your memory takes you back to the Kataka Downs, where you recall seeing other creatures feasting on blood. And you remember the journal that you found of the Knoll vampire before he became it. that Knoll. And it talks about feasting on blood. You also recall that the centaur you spoke to in um, the... I can't remember the name of that town. Do you recall? Which one? The... Not where, where Malika, we, where we first saw from. Malika. Oh, um, no. Shiska, Shiska. If you want to look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Shiska so the, the centaur there um, told something. you that there may have some sort of connection no, cause it's not Shaska. with the Feywild associated with them. Barry, are there creatures from the Feywild that exclusively feast on blood? Are they are they trying to come here? Curses and curses come. Someone help me. Curses and curses come. With verses. They. Uchafu. Sorry? Uchafu. Uchafu, that's the town. Bless you. Bless you. That's what I'm saying, it's like Achu or something. They. will bleed as they feed. So, someone with higher intelligence, help me understand what, what he's trying to say. That, that monsters are coming to f flood our mortal plane. And Didn't we already know that, though? Yeah. There's this fountain, and then the little people turn into monsters, and then there's a, another fountain, and the big people turn into the and monsters, and there's another, and then the furry people turn into monsters. I Everyone's think, turning into monsters. Well, I, are the monsters specifically going to drink the blood of the innocents? I don't even know that, that matters. That was, that was dead, someone in dead. the Katara Mungi that was doing that, though, wasn't it? It was going around and poisoning wells and all that. Perhaps that poison is some sort of blood. 
Drops. We should go back to Jarmati and kill some more of them. Is it? No! Is there a specific type of fae that causes it? Is it? Does your blood cause people to turn into monsters? No, Barry. Barry makes merry. Bags. Make bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm really stretching here. <laughs> Filth wagons. So on. With flagons. Can I make a history check on hags? Sure. What are hags? 25. Who um, will tell us? <laughs> From what you have heard of the Fey Wild, you know, just from research and such, is hags often are the originators of curses. Um, Makes sense. And some of the things that you've you've read recently about blood curses and whatnot, hags deal a lot with blood, and those powers from what you can deduce from what happened up in Uchafu um, are likely a direct curse or gift given by one of their power. So, so what you're saying, all these troubles are happening because of, the, of, of hags? I'm going to have to think of a rhyme. But essentially, he thinks of a rhyme that tells you that that you get the impression that many of these curses that are here have come from the Fae. Oh, hells. I've been thinking that the demons were the cause of this. I mean, they still could be. It could be that they're controlling something. I mean, hags do work with dark darker magic, so perhaps... I mean, they were controlling those the coven. So... Yeah. We know they're they're definitely using people against their will or using creatures against their will. He speaks this rhyme again. Mortal minds seek fey kind. Beaten, bruised, always abused. They talk, they bite, they frequently smite. Cups are full, but life is dull. The lives of others... Oh, I'm sorry. Pillage and plunder tear asunder. The lives of others theirs to smother. For gain and power till the fiendish hour. He's talking about Jamati, the, the silver coven, the Katara Mungi. Uh, they, they captured you, a fake hind, correct? Were they attempting to try to force you to give up your fey magic to make a blood curse for them? Is that what does that ceremony was in the town square? Mary makes Mary. Well, the... maybe they don't know that he's a fey. Yeah, they may be trying to do what they can with whatever fake creatures they can capture. I mean, they we already know that they can turn people into monsters. What happens if they turn a fake kind into a monster? Then you get a very merry monster. 
scary monster. Scary berry? Scary berry. Is, is that why you were captured? They were trying to make you very scary. Were there more of you, or just you? That were captured. Fey magic is tragic. Because I wonder... They killed something at that ceremony. We don't actually know what. You guys cook your meal as you're thinking and talking, and Barry goes and sits just on a stone, kind of downcast. Then when the meal is finished and what you can carry is packed away, he gets up and continues walking. Let's see what we can find out at this library, eh? some beetles right now. <laughs> We've got a magic carpet. That's true, and we're not in a town that people will arrest us for using a magic carpet. Then we have to use the brooch of reduction again. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I don't care what you say, you probably really enjoyed that. <sighs> I enjoyed flying on the carpet. Being smaller is distance, I think. Just imagine, like, it probably felt like more wind and just, like, through your hair. <laughs> yes, through the... It was, it was a joke. <laughs> I obviously know you don't have any hair. I'm just... Sorry, I'm just trying to totals, imagine totals anything more Not than the nonsensical rhyming of this thing. I just, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, go over in my mind all the just garbled who's a what's it he's been saying and making sense of it, because apparently I am under the impression that I seem to be a part of this. And if we get where we're going, and apparently, you know, I'm not as determined or whatever he thinks I need to be that uh, we'll get to, you know, some, maybe, I don't know, we're gonna go, oh, we need to go walk off this cliff to get into the doorway or something like that, and I don't I mean, the more he talks, the more I feel like I understand him. <laughs> or maybe I'm just going crazy as well. I'll go with that one. Yeah, just an issue. Well, I mean, you are wearing that armor still, and you've got a necklace that speaks to you. The necklace is fine. The armor is mostly fine. <laughs> Just saying, it's it's bound to happen at some point. I mean, having a, a little imp staring at you every day, all day, perhaps it is. Have you given him a name yet? Yes, I have. I call him 
Imp Who Stares. <laughs> a terrible name. It is really. Imp Who so, Stares. <laughs> so this this entire time, Asar has been Stimpy. sort of observing Barry. Uh, I would like to do an insight check. Because he went, he went quiet after we asked him if there was other people, mm-hmm. like other Fae with him. Do I get the impression that yes, there were? Like he, he was with friends and he was the only one that made it out alive? Uh, make an insight check. Yeah. Damn it! Inspiration! <laughs> uh... What's your version of inspiration? You're going to add a d8 to the whatever number you roll. Oh, well, that's not really going to help. So you can choose not to do it if you don't want to. I'm not going to do it. It's okay. not new. Anyway, um, he's hard to read because... You got a three, right? I got a three. Yeah. So he, he's... It's very difficult to, to tell. You can tell he's downcast. Um, there's no indication that he had friends. It's possible, but it's not... not clear uh she's she's going to scamper up so she meets his his pace i like your ears see mine mine are rounded but my father's the 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 pointed like yours my my mother she was an asaba a human really and but i i inherited her ears but i've i've always wanted the pointed ones Ears, ears. Fantasmar. Fantasmar. <laughs> uh, besides, besides your ears, is there, what else? What else is unique about the Fae? Um. So, as you you speak to him, you see that his mood seems to almost change. He he likes having the attention a little bit and you see that his skin changes from pale white to a golden brown oh wow and there's more color in his face and he uh, almost has like this this presence about him that um, reminds you of a harvest time joy, happiness, and, and celebration. And then in a moment it's gone and he's pale again. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she, she would just kind of talk to him about benign things. And then um, exit the conversation, and then like stroll back so that she's back in line with the, the rest of her party. Okay. He just continues walking. I mean, all this research into demons, I feel like was the wrong direction. Now, isn't the research always the wrong direction? <laughs> It's. I don't think we have anything to say that they're not involved, though. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe they're working together. Don't know. I mean, hags are not 
The Feywild is not well known. Well, where, where I come from, in my world, you never put all of your eggs in one basket. You always want to look at multiple different avenues for success. Have we ever had one basket for eggs? Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. Anyway, ah, uh, demons and fiends, they use, they use the power, they use the power of your soul, correct? Right? Soul power? They use soul power. And we, I know that that's a high, high cost to pay, right? So what if, what if the, the coven or the Katari Mungi were exploring other ways what if they were trying to use fey magic to counteract demon power? Or combining it with this blood magic or whatever they're doing. Or combining getting it. Getting more power. It seems, it seems, we have been in contact with wild magic before. It's very unpredictable. So using, using the chaos of the, of the wild fey magic with the honest soul power of demonic magic. That they are definitely planning something big that needs a tremendous amount of power and control. I mean, if they bring back Zabarak, that's pretty tremendous. Rending half of him from Uwongo, I'm sure it'd be quite difficult. Capturing Uwongo would be difficult. I assume. Capturing a god? Yeah. It, I imagine it should be, right? <laughs> We've got to find him first, but... Uh, yeah. I don't think we have any plans to go to the Shadow Ra- Shadowfell again soon. Um, we need to get somewhere quickly, it's a great idea. It really is, and I'm not entirely worried. Like, let's say we ran into Rogdine It's a big again. place. Like it's it's a big place. It might not happen, and if it does, we can always just drink and get away, just wherever we are, and hope that we're not, you know, falling off a cliff. Is that our plan after the library? Is to go for the Shadowfell to get wherever we're going next? It's not a bad idea either. Yeah, if we need to get somewhere quick, it's it'd be a good good way to get ahead. Well, I hope the library can help clear up a little bit of what's happening here. Maybe maybe your ancestors found a potential reason or motivation that our enemies are using. Because in order to counteract and stop whatever assaults they are obviously working towards, we need to know what it is. We don't know about the Silver Mother, we don't know about the Katari movie leader, or the, 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 the what's that thing you're always trying to fight? The Rakanada? The Rakshasa. Rakshasa. Right. The thing with the backwards hands and all that, that we left in Jermati. They're all working together, but why and how, and how do we stop it? A lot of answers. We, we can't wage a war without knowing the enemy. Hopefully we, we get some We also can't knowledge. wage a war with six people. Well, uh, not a very long war, anyway. <laughs> Technically, it could be 11 people. <laughs> right! <laughs> 11 people! 
We'll just toss. <laughs> we'll just toss Seth at them. He's invincible. Yes. We've shown that. Well, perhaps, perhaps if we have strong evidence and we gather concrete proof about what's happening, I could, I could return to my my city and and try to try to get some sort of aid. Raise an army. Exactly. The correct way. Not not the undead way. <laughs> I mean, well, that's because they're not dead yet. Then we have a fallback for when they are dead. There's, oh lots, of, there's lots of battlefields and tombs that we could find to raise an army. Yeah, but they only last an hour. Oh, there's other spells. <laughs> <laughs> Never did I think I'd end up in a party of... Make me out if you want to. You can bring your friends to life. <laughs> 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 Out of, out of all of the fae creatures, we had to get the one that only spoke in riddles. How do you know that? Yeah, how do you know they all do that? Remember the one that, that we met way back in... Um, Nalia. No, Nalia? He, that, he was fine. He was yeah. fine. He could have been the outlier. <laughs> the we, one we, fae we that met, we met two. <laughs> one of them has... Well, one of them has been, you know, chained up underground and tortured for how long? So if I were to guess one of them were a little off, it would be this one. Do you think interacting with him will give us, like, he, he, the last one gave me and Rainer's abilities to go poof into the mistiness. How old um, was uh, Orson when he died? Gosh, he was... I was kind of picturing, picturing him somewhere like between fifty and sixty. Well, no, because he was he's the younger brother, an uncle, and he was the younger brother. So he like he would have been younger than my father, and uh, my father was 30s. like in his thirties, essentially. Oh my god, Orson was he was, hot? Orson was <laughs> probably like mid to late twenties. Okay. A lot younger than I thought. Gotta change my plans. <laughs> Boiling your plans. He was just very mature for his age. He, he entered a time, uh, weird wild magic zone that accelerated time. <laughs> okay. Um, so he died ten years ago. I'll have to ask you some questions. Yeah. To get you some better information. Yeah. So we'll uh Can we raise him? <laughs> Probably <Gotta> not. <laughs> first. Um but yeah, well it, it could have an effect on some of the lore here, but we'll we'll talk. Proceed. So so sorry, are you saying we could uh, ally with your father? Uh, it's possible. Gardovin is a good ally to have. And it, in the, the Chandelier City, there are three main factions of people with what they want to do. Uh, my father's faction wants to go off into war and just take over the entire 
the entirety of southern T'Challa. Jamati, Latigo, all the other smaller city-states all united under one banner, under his control. The tri-city-state uh, area. The tri-city-state <laughs> area, yes. Uh, well, it sounds like it'd be better than, you know, Jamati now that's full of slavery and Kataramungi who are exactly. you know, manipulating people uh, using the gods and all that. It's... They're a terrible enemy to have right on our doorstep. Uh, if they wanted to, they could cut out our supply lines to the north. They're just dangerous. And so there's been a, a big campaign to try to rally the populace to want to go to war. However, me and my mother, which we later found out is not a good idea, we thought that we should not enforce our rule on people who did not want it. Oh, there were, our city isn't a paradise. There's things that we needed to do inside. And then my brother, he, he wanted to use delegation and uh, diplomacy to try to ally with these people. And instead of having a hostile takeover, maybe have a vassal state sort of, sort of idea. Corporate takeover. Exactly. It's also good to remember that the churches were not always corrupted. That is... Oh, right. That's why. what I meant. Like, the Kataramumi are doing that. They're mm -hmm. corrupting the church for their own purposes. But we could we could start a propaganda campaign, and we could get most of the, the population on our side, and then we could... Sounds easier to just conquer those city-states. Yes. Well, no, I meant, I meant within, within my city, right? We, we need to have a, a strong reason. We can't just force our people to go to war. Honestly, I think the best idea would be to liberate Latigo, and then Latigo and the Chandler City work together to take Jamwati. I don't think that my city could take it on its own. Honestly, it'd be bad for them to try to go to war being as, you know surrounded on essentially three sides almost it would uh, having that northern border kind of shored up and protected would definitely be beneficial in that case if we had Latigo Latigo could choke them out by limiting trade from from the north the Chandler city would also ensure that they couldn't get any resources from the south but that's a lot of work, and it. I feel like we would need to have talks, we would need to have diplomats, we would need to have, have relations with leaders that I don't have. Every single city-state that we've been into, well, I've just made enemies, haven't I? Not every. Half. <laughs> Nine tenths. Nine tenths of them. Oh, the Kitaka Downs was all friends. Also, <laughs> less of a city state and more of a. Mostly just Kushako, which is a hive of scum and villainy, so I don't know that it counts anyway. We got run out of Nalia. What if we. Well, that's your get fault. Yes. Lady Netsk and Kushako to go to war with the Kataramungi and let them just kill each other. And then we swoop in when to they're weakened. To help you recall yes. history or events that you've heard. Oh yeah, and Kushako and Nali are currently at war. Right, but that's still north of here and not really affecting Jermati, right? Might right. be affecting the trade. What I'm saying is, 
you know, it, you'd have to figure out some things there mm-hmm. because most intelligent people would not fight a war on two fronts. Well, yeah, you get get the Katarmugians or my, you see that as an opportunity to strike at Kushako. No, this is, this is a good opportunity. I could I could maybe persuade my father because if we if we can get Latigo right, if we can liberate liberate Latigo, then Latigo can go to the Chandelier City. We take Jamati, then the three cities go up, and then we could take Kushako and Nalia, and that would be most. We would. We, it wouldn't you don't be a take kingdom. Nalia, liberate it would, Nalia. It would. Right? It would be an empire. Yeah, Nalia is not. A bad place. I mean, they are kind of a bad place. They enslave and force people to. No, I have I have wandered around this entire continent, and I can say with much assurity that everywhere sucks. Yes. And when you say the entire continent, you mean like just the middle. (laughs) Just 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 along the the river. (laughs) What? But the the river is the lifeblood of this region. What just, does just saying. I mean, what the was that? Happens to be where most of humans live too. Just, just saying. <laughs> we, have, we haven't been to the dwarves. We haven't well, been humans. to the centaurs. We haven't we been to. Uh, <laughs> we haven't been to Yanti, but we don't need to go to the Yanti to know they suck. <laughs> Look, once once we can capture the middle, then we can spread out. So is that our? Plan? I'm sure are the dwarves will appreciate that. I'm sure the dwarves will have no problems with you spreading out your empire. Don't mess with the dwarves. Well, this is this is why I, me and my mother did not want to go to war, but my father believes that you know, with enough oppression and firepower, we can let, put anyone underneath our rule. War never changes. Honestly, as soon as as soon as you start living the Chandelier City lifestyle, you will never want to go back. Ah, now we have to see why you do that. <laughs> Have you ever been there? Have you ever been to the city? Both I want to go to the city. Honestly, it sounds far better than Germandi, but that doesn't mean that I want it either. If there's a good party there. <laughs> I've, heard, have... I've heard the peaches are amazing. <gasps> you just you just see like you know like Asar with like that dog you know with <laughs> like flashbacks of Vietnam. <laughs> peaches. <laughs> the peaches though. Anyway, that's that is only speculation. We won't get anywhere unless we first figure out sort of what's happening and get a game plan. So, I'm hoping that your family has information. I'm absolutely hoping so. I would I would love to see if we have uh, one of those what, iron flasks that you were speaking of that might really help us out on a... Yeah, yeah if, if we empty. if we can take away the supernatural <laughs> Actually, I didn't element... Think about that one. <laughs> oh, no. Check them all, make sure they're... I, I, I need to make a magic circle to capture a fae as well, because I got the one to capture oh, a fiend. We've got a fae. Yes, but the magic circle I need to make so we can catch a fae, so like a hag or something. Oh. Because um, I got... I, I set the other one set up to be trigger when a fae walks on it. Or not, not a fae, a fiend. Um, so capture something that's not a berry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so with that happy discussion of war and destruction, world con- conquest. World conquest. We, we have learned that if Seth played Civilization... 
He's only going for World Conquest. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Asar. Big surprise. Otherwise, sucks. Isn't if that the we, only if way to win? If we just put my rule down, it will be better. I mean, diplomacy is just so boring. <laughs> Science victory is the, the easy way to win. <laughs> you just have to make sure that no one else kills you. <laughs> anyway, with that, we will uh, end the session there and pick up with what happens next time. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, if you're listening on Spotify, you can message us. Let us know which one of us Devin should kill first.